Hello, lovelies. We're back. This is Kara from Money and Mental Peace. Today, we got a cool uh, conversation to go over, okay? Are you a firstborn overachiever? And are you always stressed about money and also, oh yeah, maybe internships or resumes to get into college or maybe to get a job during college or after? Sometimes being a firstborn or only child, we tend to be overachievers. Um, There's a book out on birth order that can indicate that. And no, we shouldn't be stereotyped only into that scenario, but it tends to happen more as the first person in the family going, or the first kid in the family going through such things. Sometimes there's more worry and stress, Um, but we can take this into consideration, even though we know it doesn't always define us. But in this episode, let's talk about how I relate to you and how to tell your worried mind to politely just shut up and stop being overwhelmed with money and finances at college, thinking about resumes or internships or future jobs or any of that. Okay, let's go. Hey girl, welcome to Money and Mental Peace, a podcast for Christian college girls wanting to graduate debt-free. Do you procrastinate on homework while Googling easy scholarships and money for college because you're drowning in debt and student loans? Afraid you'll never have enough time and motivation to find ways to pay for college when you don't even have enough time to sleep or have a social life? I'm Kara. I too was a stressed college student and overachiever looking for money and mental peace. I wondered if there were other ways to pay for college, and I wished for a clear direction on how to do it. I wanted an easier way to fund college with less anxiety, but I kept telling myself I had no idea what to do thought I wasn't finished in school fast enough, and thought I would never have enough money. Until some scholarships and real rare school hacks got me through debt-free, and I can show you how to do this as well. In this podcast, you'll find mental peace, answers for your future, and enough money to kill it at college. So grab your cold brew and TI-89 and enroll in the most stress-free and debt-free class that you've ever attended. This is Money and Mental Peace. We're back. Okay, super cool thing. If you've been listening a little while, you know that I talk about graduating college debt-free. I have an amazing new opportunity coming up for you guys. I am actually creating, I can't believe I get to tell you this now, I'm creating an online course called the Debt-Free College Blueprint that includes scholarships, school hacks, strategies, accountability that a student can take and learn how to graduate debt-free. Yes, you can keep listening for free on the podcast here, um, but this includes some accountability and future um, help from me to go step-by-step with you to do it. It's not yet launched. I'm looking in the next few months. If you're interested in being on a wait list to hear about it, you can email me at info at moneyandmentalpeace.com. Again, that is info at moneyandmentalpeace.com, so stay tuned. Now, let's get back into it. Um, so, when I was in college, right, at that age, when it was still a little bit earlier in my college journey, I didn't know what I was doing with my life. And I didn't have older siblings to observe and see what to do. I was worried how I would pay for next semester or just like finances overall, especially because I was trying to do it debt-free. And 
I was wondering if I was doing enough in resumes and internships and all the things, whether preparing, that could be for you guys preparing to get into college, or it could be preparing just doing all the things so that you can make a resume while you're in college. Now, this content came to mind because I was just on a podcast, interviewed on a podcast. It's not going to come out for a little while, but it's with um, Stephanie Pletka of the Motherhood Mindset podcast. So I would love for you guys to go check that out and check out her podcast, even though you might not be moms. But I was talking about how parents can like not push their kids to keep being overachievers to the detriment of their health. Grades are great. GPA is great. Resumes and volunteer hours are great. But let's do it in a way, this is what I told the parents, the moms on there, let's do it in the way that like their kids, you guys, the students, enjoy their volunteer hours and it boosts their mental health because they're with friends doing it and they're learning what to study in school and all the things. So I wanted to give you an example. Um, This is kind of responding back, now bringing it back to us. In my intro, I talk about, um, I don't know if it's in this intro or my first intro, but I talked about being a recovering overachiever. Notice I did not say recovered. That means it has not been finished yet, but I might be dealing with that my whole life. But recovering, because we're talking about money and mental peace. My goal was to graduate debt-free, but also I want you guys to do that, but also be have mental health intact along the way. You do not need, maybe this is permission that someone needs, you do not need to have the best resume, the highest GPA, all the things in college to be able to have an upstanding life, a successful life, an enjoyable life. You could kind of graduate kind of lower on the totem pole with those scenarios and still start to build up experience and beef up your resume. You're the okay. A resume advisor lady at my university had said that like future employers only looked at your GPA like the very first time you were hired out of college. So like it's not really even going to matter in the future. I'm not talking to those people who have D's and F's and saying, oh, I'll be fine. I'm talking to you guys who are like, oh, I didn't get an A. Like, let's be upstanding, mentally healthy B and C students. And if you're getting A's and feeling like you're healthy while you're doing it as well, I love that. Like, good for you. I'm not telling you specifically to get worse grades, but I'm just telling you, you have permission to take care of yourself and finish college well, which also means being mentally peaceful and happy and just intact. And if not, you're going to be paying money for therapy later. So you might as well just take your time and not be too overstressed or too overachieving in college and then not have as many issues later. (laughs) That doesn't, that's not going to happen to everyone per se, but it could. So let's talk about a few quick steps that can help sometimes we'll still have worries in our life. And I'm not saying to like be down on yourself if you're concerned about something. No, that's a normal part of life. But I'm also not saying 
don't just accept, oh, we'll always be worrying, so we can't get rid of it. You know what I mean? Like, don't go to either extreme. One cool thing I've done in the past is setting a worry timer. Yes, a timer, like on your phone or whatever. And there's still time to process things during the day, but maybe you're busy, you're worried about next semester, but like you have to focus on this test right now. Setting a worry timer could be like, oh, tonight from five to six, I'm allowed to worry. (laughs) Or, and I don't mean leave it at worry, but you're allowed to think through it, but also pray about it. So we're not just leaving it at worry. Again, if you're really stressed during the daytime, there might be a time to process this. But when you had a time, like, I would be able to be concerned about something, but but tell myself, no, wait, I'm going to think about that tonight. I can think about that at five. I can think about that later. I have to focus on right now. And it helped me do what I needed to do at the moment and know that when the timer came on at five o'clock, I, I was allowed in that hour to think through all the things I was concerned about. And that gave me freedom the rest of the day to just do my life. Now, of course, if it's something that you need to deal with, before five o'clock, deal with it, okay? But I'm talking about stuff that you couldn't change right then that day. You wouldn't be able to change. It was just going around and around in your head. Set yourself a time later, well, I can talk later, to deal with it. Now, let's say five o'clock comes around. Let your mind process through it. Give yourself grace. Don't be down on yourself um, that you're concerned about this. Let it process, let it go through, and then tell God about it. Pray. Have some devotions that talk about releasing your worries to God. Meditate on that. And keep processing. Don't be hard on yourself and know that God does not want you to come to him perfect. He wants you to come to him and tell him all that's on your mind. Like, what if you had a best friend um, that you loved dearly, but she thought she couldn't talk to you unless she had a perfect day. But no, you wanted to hear about her ups and downs in life because you cared for her and you were honestly like personally invested in like, how did this one scenario turned out that you were worried about? Now, it's not a perfect analogy of our relationship with God, but it's similar Talk with him through it, not just once something is resolved. So that's the next step. And now we're talking about five to six at night. It does not have to be from five to six at night, but let's just say hypothetically it was. And I'm not saying you always have time for an hour to just sit down and think. This could be processing and praying while you're doing laundry or or whatever else, but it's the time frame. It's the hour time frame where you're allowing yourself to think. Um, Also, you might not, <laughs> you might be annoyed that I keep bringing this up, but get enough sleep. Are you actually getting seven, eight, nine hours of sleep a night? I'm not talking about the amount of time in bed that you're also working, responding emails on your phone or watching Netflix or something, actually getting that much sleep. Do you remember a time, and it could be back in your childhood, that you got, that you were fully rested? Were there a lot of concerns going through your head? And no, this doesn't mean that it solves all the problems and you don't have to deal with them, but it helps so much. Not only helps relieve your concern and worry, 
but also helps you have the mindset to deal with it and resolve it. If you're feeling down on yourself and pressured because you need more sleep or you're sleeping and you think you should be working or whatever, like, listen, if you're sleeping 15 hours a day, you might have an issue. You might need to go to a doctor. But if you're, if you're still growing, even if you need to recharge nine, 10 hours a night, you know, you probably don't have time to do that every night. But like, I remember in college, I would need to give myself a good sleep in day at least once a week to just refill on whatever sleep I needed. I give you, if you need someone to give you permission, I'm here giving you permission to not only that you can, but you really should be getting enough sleep and it can help you handle your worries. Um, lastly, let's just talk about some mindset in this. It is entirely possible to graduate debt-free and to have proper mental health and all the things while still going through college and trying to keep up with life. And it's okay to let go of, you don't have to deal with every opportunity to get everything to put on your resume Because as your work experience goes on, 10 years after college, you're probably not going to have much of anything from your college resume and you're going to have work experience. Again, I'm not talking to those people who do nothing (laughs) and have nothing to put on a resume or deal with their finances or in a budget or something. But I'm talking to those who are high strung and stressed about this. Yes, it is awesome to have a budget. I encourage you to have a budget. But do you know that a budget is your budget? And if the middle of the month, if something changes, you can change your budget. <clears throat> it's not like it's not like a diet that you can't ever adjust. It's more like the time that you have in your day. You have a plan for your time, but this friend that you haven't seen in five years is suddenly going to come to town randomly. And you're like... I could wait and do this other thing tomorrow and spend two hours with them today. Like, it's entirely possible and work worth it. With your budget, I know I'm talking about a couple things like budgeting and internships. My mind just processes here and there. But with budgeting, you can adjust it if you need to, but it's still that you have written down where it's going. So for those who are worried about money and resumes and internships, you just need to tell your worried mind to shut up sometimes. That's the last point. Sometimes, you know, you want to be gentle. (laughs) You want to get enough sleep. You want to encourage yourself and not be judging yourself hatefully and give yourself grace. But sometimes there is a time to just be like, shut up, Kara. You're okay. You'll think about it later at five o'clock or whatever the worry timer time is. Just proceed onward. Mental peace and mental health is better overall. I took time off from college to get an internship at the National Park Service. I wrote a f- learned how to write a federal grant. I managed volunteers. I created a free kayak program. I got to kayak on the weekend and get paid for it. And I was like, oh no, I'm not going to finish college in time, whatever in time means. But I look back and that was entirely worth it. Um, it was entirely worth it to take time to get enough sleep and handle my money well and not be too stressed about resumes and internships. 
because I still had the goal of graduating debt-free. And once I did, I was able to start a business that next month after I graduated, I started a business and starting investing for retirement in my Roth IRA. I'm just here to encourage you. Are you a firstborn overachiever? You can tell your worried mind to shut up about money, resumes, internships, all these things that are going around in your head. Yes, all those things are very important. It's great to have a budget, to have a resume, to do some internships and learn about things, but you need to not or keep trying to not worry about it constantly. Set a time later to think through it. Pray about it. Know that God wants to hear the process, not just the end result. Get enough sleep. You're allowed and encouraged and honestly just need to get enough sleep. And I don't even, it's like sometimes I don't even know how to put my passion to this into words. You're doing okay. Just keep at it. Mental peace and debt-free college are the goal. If it takes you a little longer, who cares? We're not preparing for the wedding day. We're preparing for the marriage. What if you had an amazing wedding day, but the marriage is terrible? We're not just preparing for college. We're preparing for the life. It's great to have an awesome college experience and do it with your friends. I encourage you to take time to be social and not be worried about an A-plus all the time. But we don't have to worry about the best resume out there, the best internship out there, the best all the things out there, because we're also looking ahead to life. It's worth it to take more time, to take the time to get sleep, to lay out your budget. I hope that all makes sense. I feel like I'm jumping around a little bit in this, but I'm trying to encourage you that you can really tell your worried mind to shut up about money, resumes, and internships. Take time to pray, worry later, get enough sleep, and just have the right mindset. And, you know, if you want help with one part of that, the part about graduating debt-free, again, I'd like to remind you how I am planning to launch a course, the Debt-Free College Blueprint, sometime in the next few months. And this is going to be, there's a little bit of mindset work about partnering with God in all of this, but also very practical ways and accountability and assistance and helping you in your exact situation of how to graduate debt-free. So I hope that you could come along and join me on that. And I think it could also help you tell your worried mind to shut up about money and all these future plans if you see step-by-step how I did it and how you too can graduate from college debt-free. Can you imagine being done with college, no loans, and having pretty good mental health? Like, those two usually don't always go together with college graduates. So if you want to be on the wait list to hear more info about the Debt-Free College Blueprint, please email me, info at moneyandmentalpeace.com. Again, that is info at moneyandmentalpeace.com, and I would love to hear from you. Thanks, guys. Bye. Hey, girl. Okay, so before you run off to calculus, if this podcast has brought you any encouragement, Would you please write a review on iTunes or take a screenshot, post it in your Insta stories, and tag me. Let's tell the rest of our stressed sisters that more money and peace can be attained outside of the conventional way of doing college. See you next time. Love and prayers. Kara.